Hello my friends, this is Sarah from Weird Horizon, where we explore topics on the spooky, the esoteric, the countercultural, and just plain weird. And today we're going to be starting a new series on an interesting web-based phenomena, something that sits midway between a form of spirituality and the paranormal, being reality shifting. So this is a surprisingly popular trend amongst predominantly adolescent and young adult TikTok users, although they do have communities also on Amino, Reddit, Wattpad and YouTube. It is a method by which one may, through practice, shift one's consciousness from their current reality or CR to a desired reality or DR of their choosing. And many, many people are using this method to attempt to transport their consciousness to the Harry Potter universe and spend extended amounts of time there. Now, the reasons for doing this are quite varied and we will go into this in the future, but you may have already gathered why I find this particular topic quite interesting as we've explored in an earlier series, particularly cyberpunk in my series on cyberculture. So if you haven't checked that out and you like the sound of this one, I would recommend going back and checking that one out because I think you probably would enjoy it. We've kind of already explored how the modern internet is a kind of black box, something distinctly more than the purely calculating machines of older computers. So when we talked about cyberpunk, we explored some of the ways the internet being at its root a web of interconnected people, can create emergent properties, can act more as a kind of superorganism in certain ways, as one giant living thing. Indeed, much of what happens on the modern internet is governed by algorithms that no one truly understands, but it creates a space where we can affirm our personalities, create new, maybe better ones by being funneled into ever more narrow and separate micro communities and the reality shifting community is one of such communities. The internet is a crucial part of all of our lives and has become a space where very complicated social actions and interactions can take place and I feel like TikTok at the moment is a kind of logical culmination of this trend of all of these forces that we're seeing enacted on the modern internet. So forms of spiritual and esoteric thought stemming from it are of particular interest to me. Although there is evidence that the term initially gained popularity on YouTube, but it would be on TikTok that reality shifting really became the beast that it is today. So I will say right out of the gate that with anything finding its home on social media, it can be hard or even impossible to find the line between reality and entertainment. So you'll come to understand as we go on that there is a real debate as to how far the practitioners of reality shifting truly believe in its core concept, whether it can truly have the effect that they profess it can. Is all of this designed as a kind of script for a shared experience around the idea of shifting? Potentially. I have seen TikToks of those who believed seem to trust in other people's experiences only to find out that they were being lied to. But also I found comments responding to this of more people saying, no, it is real. It is something that you can achieve. Only certain people are lying in the community, but it is something that with enough effort, with enough perseverance, you can experience yourself. 
the juxtaposition of the apparently real and the obviously fake that is TikTok complicates things even further. But I will be approaching this from the angle that at least some of those involved in the practice believe in its efficacy, are convinced by the proof provided, and are truthful in their experiences and motivations for shifting. If I didn't do this, it would be impossible to have any real discussion on the topic, but I will be pointing out that not everyone in the reality shifting community has this viewpoint. I will also be focusing predominantly on the Harry Potter shifting community, as as far as I can gather, shifting to the Harry Potter universe is, at least at the time of writing this, by far the most popular DR of those attempting it. But with all of that out of the way, let's get on with it. So what is reality shifting, or as we will refer to it from now on, just shifting? So in August 2020, the search term Harry Potter shifting spiked in popularity. In the predominantly English-speaking world, concurrent terms such as shifting script and shifting Hogwarts were also gaining in popularity, with the related shifting subliminals also a popular YouTube search. At the same time, TikTok was the most downloaded app in 2020. And the sudden meteoric rise of shifting on TikTok seems to represent a case of the shifting community itself coming together to popularise this content between themselves to create shift talk. So it is not solely in the Harry Potter fandom, but other media as well has its own shifting communities, such as Star Wars, Avatar, Shadowhunters, and various anime and real-life concepts. Now, the National Library of Medicine describes the practice as such. Reality shifting is a deliberate, absorptive, and rewarding alteration of consciousness induced by hypnotic-like procedures. So it can be viewed as a form of digital spirituality, with much of the methodology taking clear inspiration from existing spiritual and esoteric practices. Think tulpomancy and astral projection, amongst other influences. But it was created by the community of mostly younger people on TikTok and sets itself apart from these pre-existing spiritual and esoteric practices in many ways. So it involves, in brief, shifting your consciousness to experience life in another reality. It is a pseudoscientific belief that you can follow a process of moving one's consciousness from your current reality to another desired reality. The idea being that this reality can be anything. That any reality you can imagine, or any reality you know of, be it fictional or otherwise, exists in our infinite universe. And all you have to do is to follow a technique to get there. So in an interview with the Washington Post... Kristen Datu, a self-proclaimed reality shifter, says this. Any reality you can possibly think of exists somewhere out there in the universe, Datu said. So by reality shifting, we're just shifting our awareness so we can live in those realities. Currently, the hashtag shifting realities has over 6.4 billion views on TikTok at the time of writing this with the more specific Harry Potter shifting having tens of millions also. Scanning through the shifting realities tag, it's clear that the bulk of the content created is either Harry Potter related 
other popular teen marketed media such as the Netflix series Wednesday being a popular recent edition. And according to those sharing their shifting stories or attempting to coach others in how to achieve it themselves, you can spend as long as you like in your desired reality when you achieve a shift, as time generally moves much faster there than it does in your current reality. So it is pure escapism at its root. However, if you die in your desired reality, you can never revisit said reality. So the way this is done is you shift into an already existing body of you, as you are shifting into a reality in which you already exist, and you simply become conscious in this desired reality, leaving behind in your current reality a clone of you. And this is possible because those in the community believe in infinite alternate realities, including realities in which any world we can think of exists, is as detailed and nuanced as our own, and as they are infinite, there definitely exists in that reality a version of you where you are already a part of that world in whatever role you desire. So this clone you leave behind when travelling to another universe thinks and acts as you do, as they are also you. You never leave an empty body behind you, nor do you switch consciousness nor would your clone be aware that this has happened. They simply keep your life ticking over until you return. So there are a lot of debates around the practice, some liking it to a kind of hypnosis or lucid dreaming, with others specifically stating it is not lucid dreaming, nor astral projection, which is a similar-sounding spiritualist belief in being able to separate one's consciousness from your physical body through meditation to traverse the astral plane. This is not that. The ideas around altered consciousnesses, the separation of body and spirit or consciousness, are as old as time, but some, such as Laura Rossa Kreiselmeyer, a holistic psychotherapist interviewed by the Washington Post, has reason to believe that this is a new form of this urge, one that might be in response to current world events an attempt to find, for a younger audience, isolated by COVID and under a barrage of more alarming world events around climate change, the economy, a desire to find a reality for them that is more pleasant. So as mentioned, for many in the community, it is crucial that they share the profession that RS is not lucid dreaming, nor a form of maladaptive daydreaming nor is it a modern application of older esoteric ideas. Reality shifting most state is based in science, and today we're going to take a brief look at the few scientific proofs offered for reality shifting by the shifting community, before exploring the methodology of the practice as well as some explanations for this urge in later episodes. This is not to say that the lack of scientific proof is necessarily an issue. This really depends on what exactly we view this phenomena as. More that these are proofs that are offered for those who need them by people in the community. So it's worth looking at them so we can better understand the shifting community as a whole. Now the proofs generally offered are the recently declassified CIA document Analysis and Assessment of Gateway Process, a superficially similar process of separation of body and consciousness, 
which is being explored by the CIA for information retrieval purposes. As well as that, we have a general belief in the multiverse theory, being the scientific hypothesis seeking to explain current issues with our observation of quantum theory in our universe. But the most compelling sort of proof for shifting within the shifting community is the large volume of anecdotal evidence shared within the group and a kind of cultivated intuition, just knowing that the process can be true. I know that sounds like a lot to go through, but let's start from the top with the analysis and assessment of gateway process, a convincing spiritual proof for a predominantly younger, disenchanted audience, distrustful of authority. So you don't have to dig very far into the shifting community to be offered said declassified CIA document as proof of the phenomena, and it's easy to see why. So the document provides evidence that at one point the CIA were investigating the utility of a similar process to reality shifting with similar methodology, although naturally their aims were for information retrieval rather than entertainment or escape. So you may have heard of the related term remote viewing, the attempt to coach CIA personnel in a form of astral projection which could be used to traverse continents with the mind and retrieve classified information from opponents. So written in 1983, in the report, the writer, Lieutenant Colonel Wayne McDonnell, outlined a method involving hypnosis and binaural audio stimulation designed to achieve certain EEG patterns in the brain with the aim of inducing out-of-body states capable of time and space travel. So the report was part of the CIA's interest in psychic phenomena as a response to the claim that in the 70s the USSR was pouring a lot of money into research into ESP and psychokinesis. Thus was born the CIA's Stargate program of counter-investigation. But this document is often cited as proof to support practitioners' claim, although there is no established lineage between it and later shifting beliefs, I will point out. So the gateway process outlined was pioneered by Robert Monroe of the Monroe Institute, whose 1971 journeys out of the body popularised the term out-of-body experience. Now the document attempts to explain the process in quantum mechanics terms. To quote, The character of the time-space dimension and the means by which expanded human consciousness transcend it. The method uses hypnosis, meditation and biofeedback to achieve a state of brain hemisphere synchronisation or hemisync in order to facilitate said altered states of consciousness. Now the hypnosis aspect of the gateway process is based on the theories of psychologist Ronald Stone and the biomedical engineering models of Itzhak Bentov and can be used to lull the left side of the brain, the side assumed to primarily sort, assign meaning and interpret stimuli before passing it to the right side to be acted on. The theory is that by distracting this left brain from this work, stimuli can be passed directly to the right brain, which the right brain acts on immediately. In theory, the right brain being responsible for pattern recognition and emotional reactions could mean the creation of altered mind states or the idea that the suggestion passed to the right brain 
that reserved brain power needed to be used could, in effect, unlock reserved brain powers, hence the gateway process designed to bring you there. Transcendental meditation, as described in the paper, is a form of concentrated mental effort which, along with the steady beating of your heart, creates a certain rhythm interpreted positively by certain fluid-filled areas of the brain. And this would be used alongside hypnosis to help sort of boost these effects in the brain. And in most cases, transcendental meditation is achieved through practice over many years. But certain sounds and vibrations are said to be able to produce these effects in people vulnerable to their suggestion. So the Monroe Institute did and still does produce sounds designed to facilitate achieving this state through a gradual process of differing audio stimulus. Going alongside this, biofeedback is a technique to be used in tandem with meditation to be more aware of the body's processes in order to replicate them through mental efforts. I.e. instead of suppressing the left half of the brain, this involves becoming ultra aware of this process and taking control over it. This process of information being passed from left to right brain. To quote from the paper, visualise the desired result and then to recognise the feelings associated with the experience of successful right hemisphere access. So it's a method of consciously attempting to kind of rewire synaptic pathways in the brain, strengthening associations and reflexively measuring outcomes. But as we said, the aim of the entire process is to achieve hemisync, bringing the electrical output of both halves of the brain into synchronicity in order to bring consciousness out of the body to transcend time and space and to quote, gain access to the various levels of intuitive knowledge which the universe offers. So MacDonald explains it in the report via a metaphor. The ordinary brain is like a lamp throwing out diffused and unfocused lights, illuminating lots of things dimly. With focus, the idea is of narrowing this down to a laser, honing our brain's frequencies to magnify its intensity. To quote again, the body is tuned into a coherent oscillator vibrating in harmony with the surrounding electrostatic medium, i.e. resonating with the earth and presumably sharing some of its energy, hence moving the seat of consciousness outside of the body to the surroundings or communicating telepathically with other minds similarly tuned. To quote again, the entire human being brain, consciousness and all, like the universe which surrounds him, is nothing more or less than an extraordinary complex system of energy fields. The gateway experience with its associated hemisync technique is apparently designed, if used systematically and patiently, to enable human consciousness to establish a coherent pattern of perception in those dimensions where speeds below Planck's distance apply. So if that doesn't quite make sense, just know that there is a link here with quantum theory and the multiverse theory that we will speak of shortly. So this theory is again kind of predicated on the idea that we have a incomplete view of quantum mechanics of how our universe works at a quantum level 
And from this comes a lot of theories about how things might work, how things could work. And this is one such theory that sort of questions how these laws work and how we might use them to our advantage. So the Gateway Process and the CIA report on the topic is based around the idea that consciousness is unbounded energy. And hopefully this quote can help to stress that maybe this isn't, strictly speaking, a scientific paper, despite having lots of diagrams and references. It is accurate to observe that when a person experiences the out-of-body state, he is, in fact, projecting that eternal spark of consciousness and memory which constitutes the ultimate source of his identity, to let it play in and learn from dimensions both inside and outside the time-space world in which his physical component currently enjoys a short period of reality. So before we very briefly look at the process as described in the report, I want to point out how I understand how why parallels might be made here between this and the attempt at reality shifting. Although, of course, it does not mention at any point travelling to a desired reality, much less one based on a fictional universe, it does spend a lot of time outlining a replicable process of mental efforts and implies a resulting superhuman capability. In fact, analogies on the theme of energy, the mind being made of energy, as energy as the fundamental building blocks of the universe, are a common argument for shifting proofs. Some conflate, wrongly, the behaviours of subatomic particles such as electrons and their apparent ability to jump orbitals with the ability of the brain, another force of energy and electricity, to apparently hop universes. It is simply based on an incomplete scientific knowledge, but I cannot overly criticise younger folks for not having in-depth scientific knowledge of this kind. I certainly don't have this knowledge. But let's have a look at the method before we really talk about the criticisms of it. So there are a lot of surface-level similarities with the gateway method in application and certain shifting methods, as the community does not have one right way of shifting one aspect involves mentally compartmentalizing negative thoughts in a way very similar to certain scripting and shifting methods. The process suggests, to quote, isolating extraneous concerns in a visualization device called an energy conversion box. It also suggests listening to specific sounds and repeating affirmations. To quote, this affirmation is a statement to the effect that the individual realises that he is more than merely a physical body and that he desires deeply to expand his consciousness. Building upon this with systematic physical relaxation and a conscious appreciation for the physical symptoms created by this and drawing the subject into a kind of half-waking state Visualisation of an energy balloon is also suggested, designed to protect the user's consciousness should they encounter another consciousness in their psychic travels, help to kind of form a barrier in their attempts. All this achieved, the subject is ready to expand their consciousness, to quote, Since consciousness is the source of all reality, our thoughts have the power to influence the development of reality in time-space as it applies to us. Now, there are, of course, some pretty glaring issues with this report. 
The first being that just because the CIA researched the phenomenon in the past, it does not necessarily mean that it works. In fact, at the end of the report, the conclusions are still up in the air. But in terms of using the process to access and retrieve usable information, when practitioners were asked to use remote viewing to read a code of digits, none of them were able to replicate what they saw correctly, even using the gateway process. You could argue that the very fact that this document was declassified is a pretty strong argument for this not being a very good counter-espionage tool and simply just not working. Also, as mentioned, this was part of a larger project exploring many other potential psychic techniques, and the project was terminated in the mid-90s after coming up with nothing of any value to this cause. Secondly, Reddit user Geld Reed in the Shifting Reality subreddit, who I will point out seems to have been a member of the community since 2019, so before this really blew up, as it were, points out that it is hinged on a flawed idea on the brain's makeup. To quote them, the entire study is pretty old and is in fact based on the left-right brain theory that has been absolutely proven wrong by current neuroscience, both cognitive and affective neuroscience. So Geldrine is quick to point out that this doesn't mean they don't believe in shifting, more that they don't believe in this as proof, as it is demonstrably based on false information. And this is very true. So left brain, right brain analogies in medicine and psychology do persist to this day, but they are just that. They are analogies. It is no longer accepted scientific fact that we can hack this communication between hemispheres of our brains and exploit it. Modern medicine has gone to show that brains are incredibly adept and malleable, so the idea of rewriting mental associations is a sound one, but the rigid idea of certain kinds of mental work being done on certain halves of the brain is false outside of certain very specific reasons and applications. In summary, as the scientific proof users seek to confirm what they intuit to be true, this report is a pretty weak form of evidence, but I do think its selection is pretty interesting. This is a kind of quasi-conspiratorial, semi-scientific report recently unearthed, helps to sell the idea that this is a method with a history. This has been a method that has been suppressed in the past, you know, it's too dangerous for people to know, and that those practicing similar methods today are aligning themselves with a hidden community whose powers are undermined for the good of national security. So even if it's not a good scientific proof, and it isn't, it, is, it definitely helps to sell the sort of core narrative that this community is really breaking some ground here. But <laughs> speaking of not scientifically proven, as mentioned, another scientific proof linked to by those defending shifting is a belief in the multiverse theory. Again, I do not pretend to fully understand this, but I will say out of the gate that this is a theory and is not and cannot be scientifically proven. So multiverse theory is a theory most scientists seem hesitant to fully endorse and is an attempt to explain the improbability of our universe's existence 
with its many seemingly one-in-a-million coincidences that make it capable of supporting intelligent and self-aware life. The theory goes that outside of the observable universe, there may be universes of all kinds, with their own particles and laws of physics that aren't capable of supporting life. It just happens that we observe this one as it is capable of supporting life and supporting us. So Hugh Everett III's Many Worlds interpretation is one of the several mainstream interpretations of quantum mechanics and is the sort of specific flavour of multiverses we're talking about here, where every potential quantum outcome occurs in a separate branching universe. So his attempt to explain some of the behaviours at quantum levels which seem to show matter breaking the laws of physics as we understand them currently, which seem to show matter in two places at once, or neither place. The idea that there is no wave function collapse, i.e. particles behaving as waves at a quantum level do not collapse into one outcome on being observed, the sort of Schrodinger's cat thought experiment, but that all outcomes exist in separate realities. So these other realities are called parallel universes, alternate universes, etc. Many argue it is a purely philosophical position and it is a scientifically unprovable and cannot be empirically falsified, i.e., to quote, no experiment can rule out a theory if the theory provides for all possible outcomes. So some have attempted to prove the theory as much as they can beyond the theoretical. Many scientists have tried to find physical hard evidence for the multiverse's existence. For example, if the universe is expanding and neighbouring universes were once most much closer together, is there a chance that they may have collided with our universe in some measurable way and left behind a detectable imprint? So this is something that some scientists are attempting to search for. As yet, no sort of evidence for this has been found. But as said, the multiverse theory kind of accounts for this, saying that like, the laws of physics may be different in this universe, particles may be different, it could be that it does not and cannot leave an imprint that we could ever perceive in any way. The multiverse theory kind of always provides an out to this, and for this reason it's hard for people to treat it as anything more than a philosophical standpoint. But Paul Davies on A Brief History of the Multiverse explains the kind of mental gymnastics involved in the belief in this theory. To quote, Indeed, invoking an infinity of unseen universes to explain the unusual features of the one we do see is just as ad hoc as involving an unseen creator. The multiverse theory may be dressed up in scientific language, but in essence it requires the same leap of faith. So again, I think this selection as a proof is very interesting for a number of reasons. I think to truly understand the theory requires a knowledge of quantum mechanics that probably a handful of people in the world possess. Also, the theory posits the existence of multiple parallel universes and is based on quantum mechanics, yes. But there is nothing in here to suggest it would be possible to move from one universe to another. If anything, it just brings up really worrying ideas about what would happen in theory to your current reality 
with you in it. It would inevitably branch instantly from the reality you knew into another. So how could you stop yourself from being lost in this infinitely deviating mess of universes if you could, in theory, traverse them? So some seem to hinge their belief on this, frankly, terrifying concept. So Binary Illy on TikTok claims the multiple universes are created by other people's minds by shifting, by scripting the things that they want, different height, different hair colour, etc., that they are in effect creating them. Again, for me, I don't know how this thought can be anything other than terrifying. But there you are. (laughs) But in all honesty, I think the scientific proof of shifting is just there to be displayed as links to obscure documents that nobody except me probably is ever going to fucking read. Because it only exists to support the proof already known and again, this kind of leap of faith involved in it. Those in the community know it to be true, they feel it to be true, and that the gateway process and multiverse theory just help to support this idea if you don't kind of look too closely. As mentioned, anecdotal evidence is by far the most voluminous proof offered of shifting to those in the community, to those new to it. The community is made up primarily of those sharing their experiences, coaching others in how to shift to their desired reality too. All the wonderful things they've experienced there and the sometimes crushing feeling of returning to their current reality and their life before. After all, it is an understandable goal. Getting to experience the immersive world of a franchise held very dearly One that often was a huge part in your childhood, a childhood that you feel is kind of slipping away from you. Knowing that with enough effort and patience, you can have the life that you design for yourself. There is at the heart of it all something that we want to feel is inherently right. That hard work, effort, wanting something enough is rewarded. And I fully understand the desire to believe in the truth at the heart of this idea even if I could admit that it is not all as wholesome and harmless as it appears on the surface. But with that, we're going to leave it here today. So we have just covered a very, very brief introduction just on the offered scientific proofs in the phenomena, but we've got a lot more to talk about. I'll be back very soon with an in-depth look at the process of shifting, how it is done, how this information is shared, and looking more into what the community might be outside of a kind of diversion or a form of entertainment. Because it's not just kids doing this, it's not just a few people either, this is a large community and I've only just kind of begun to scratch the surface on what it all might mean. So I hope you'll catch me next week. In the meantime, you can find me wherever you like to find your podcast. And you can chat with me on Twitter as Weird Horizon and on Instagram as Weird Horizon Podcasts. So my uploads have slowed quite a bit because of a range of reasons, but I'm still here and I'm still going. Much love. As always, stay spooky, my friends. But for now, bye.